Okay, well, guys, this was a, this is going to be a weird podcast because today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, uh, we get completely derailed halfway through. We we started this podcast uh, to talk about Black Widow. Uh, the Black Widow trailer, which we had seen at the time, uh, and then halfway through the podcast, they dropped the Disney Plus uh, trailers, and so it's going to be, it's a weird one. You're going to have half of it where we don't know the the uh, Disney Plus trailer exists, and half where we do, and we watch it, and we talk about it. It's actually a really fun time, so. And you hear us get really, really really excited yes we get really excited in this all at once (laughs) because we see you get to hear along with us uh us seeing the um disney plus trailer for the first time so i hope you enjoy that we're we're excited to share our uh, little discussion about this with you guys uh so yeah uh, all that right after this Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. <laughs> and that's Jeff Randall laughing. Uh, we, we, we've been off mic having uh, <laughs> little conversations about Owen Wilson's nope. wow. 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 Uh, and it's, it's been making us laugh. And I'm Jeff Randall. <laughs> and I'm... Not laughing like a silly goose. Yeah, mm. we, we we're having a good time tonight. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we're, we're we're here to chat about some Marvel things. Uh, a lot of good wow. Marvel things this week, actually. Uh, uh, but first, read us that five star review, Jeff. <laughs> this one comes from Sabramowitz. Wonder who this is. Uh, seldom right, but never in doubt. <laughs> that's real real underhanded that's a, that's a title there thanks 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 thanks, thanks. to good steve right yep <laughs> thanks steve the coolest podcast about the marvel movies just the movies not the comics like the name says mcu these two guys are pretty funny together and their banter is like add siskel and ebert a little much with tangents like Star Wars, Star Trek, music, and work life, but it's kind of cute and relatable. Lots of laughter between them, and for a podcast about the joy and fun of the MCU, these big kids should laugh. My title above was just a joke. Their, their list of best heroes didn't have Ant-Man top five, so they can't always be right. Uh, looking forward to continuing with them for, uh, from Black Widow 2020 and beyond. True believers. Ooh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. That's a great, uh, that was a really nice five-star review. Thank you, guys. Um, speaking of, I want to throw out another contest this week. Uh, oh, yeah? We didn't do one last week because we were all uh, caught up on our other things that needed uh, reviews. But here's what we need reviews on this week. Uh, t- another t-shirt and another entry in... We're going to give away another t-shirt and another entry into our giveaway of the Avengers game. If you go and uh, give a five-star review to the Matthew Carroll podcast... It's on Apple, and if you can't find it on whatever service you're using, let me know, because I'm still kind of getting it out there. Uh, this one's the one that's about my music, and this week, I kind of relaunched it. Uh, I'm do- I did it with my last album, and now I'm kind of relaunching it and with this new work that I'm doing, and I'm doing weekly. And uh, it actually was one of the more meaningful podcasts I did in the last few weeks. Like, I really... Uh, Last week, the the episode is called A New Direction, and I talk about the music I'm making with Star Trek uh, and uh, kind of the new direction I'm taking with my music career and actually like really, really uh, enjoyed talking about it. And basically, it's a place you can follow along with the music that is not really talking about the Star Trek part of it. It's just the music and what the songs I'm releasing. And I'm releasing music weekly. It's really fun, and I think you guys would like it. And there's Marvel stuff to come, I promise. So it's gonna be real fun. Mar- uh, marvelous stuff mar- to come. M- marvelous nope. stuff to come. Uh, so nope. if you want to try to win a T-shirt or a uh, or, or an Avengers game or or both, maybe uh, go uh, so, uh, you know uh, do all the five star things with the Matthew Carroll podcast. And if you do it on a different service that is not Apple. Uh, just send us a screenshot and we'll count it because pe- we had people writing in about that. Uh, it, the apples are the stuff that really helps with the metrics, but you know what? It probably helps everywhere. So if you, if you don't have apple, you can do it anywhere. Send a fi- send, send the, send the whatever screenshot. Sweet. Send it to the email, right? Yes. To the email. 
uh, mcucast at gmail.com. Okay, now let's talk about Marvel stuff. You ready? Marvel things. Marvel things. The, the big thing, the big, the big piece thing. of news today. Is On the, are you talking about the, the trailer that we got during the season finale of football? Uh, yes, yes. It was very funny. I just went to a, a restaurant to sit and uh, eat dinner, and I forgot that it was Super Bowl day. <laughs> Cause I don't care. And, yep. uh, and I ended up just sitting with my back to the TVs and, and just not really even attempting to not watch it. Just what didn't care. And then the guy came over like, uh, you guys really don't care. Do you <laughs> like, it looked like we were like aggressively not watching the football game. Cause me and Alyssa were facing, <laughs> facing a blank wall when there were TVs in every other direction. Oh my God. That's really funny. It was pretty funny. Um, okay. <laughs> Aggressively not caring. Yeah. The thing that did catch my ear and I though, was when I heard a Black Widow voice over my shoulder. So this is the new Black Widow Super Bowl trailer that just popped off today, like hours ago, like an hour ago. Um, oh. what do you, what, what do you think, man? What, what's your takeaways from this new trailer? This new trailer is 30 seconds of everything I've wanted from this movie so far. And it's 30 seconds of just another twist of the knife that says, hey, this movie doesn't come out till May 1st, <laughs> and it's only February 2nd. That is that is fair. Yeah, this has a lot of fun stuff in it. Um, I think primarily it really focuses on her character character work, which that's, that's the stuff I'm most interested in, you know? Yeah, that's the stuff that we're here to talk about. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> like... We're not stuntmen. We're not choreographers. We're not talking about how cool the fight scenes are, but the fight scenes are really cool. They do look but very cool. But the, the things that we talk about most are, are the things that move us. And her tragic backstory is the thing that moves us most. And we're finally getting to go into that. Yeah. I, I really like they touch on the fact that she had another family, which we do, we still don't know if these, these people are like... Uh, genetic family of hers but like it seems like this was her family in some form in a, in a previous time in her life yeah. and I, I think that's really interesting especially juxtaposed with her talking over the trailer where she says uh sometimes you have to make decisions and you, you can't be who everyone wants you to be uh, which makes me think this is you know we know this is directly after civil war she's going to make decisions that maybe the rest of the world wouldn't like and maybe these people <laughs> aren't necessarily America's allies or something like even the people she's working with. It's possible. I don't know. It, I think that's, that's all very interesting to me how she'll be perceived because she's on the run when it comes to, uh, it, it, she ends up on the run, right? After wh is she, is she on the run at the beginning of, uh, uh um, infinity war with cap and yeah, team? she's with cap. Yeah, so this is how she gets there, I guess. Because I, we know at the end of Civil War, they say like, "We we know what you did. We know that you let them go," but mm -hmm. we never see that. We never actually see that uh, come to fruition where she's oh, like you know, actually on the run. That's true. That's true. Like everybody else was in in the raft, but she was with Tony. Yeah, and she was probably going to have to go on the run, but we never really we never really saw the transition from her there to being with cap and she was just like it, it didn't even I, I didn't even think about it until you said something just now it's been like almost two years since this movie's been out <laughs> like i didn't think about it it was just so natural for her to be beside cap and and ready to to fight you know alongside him yeah well i think i think the deal <sighs> is i think she was she was kind of on the line and i think that uh what's his name the whatever the red hulk guy <laughs> Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross is in that moment. I think he, she's on the line between like enemy and friend, you know, like she, she didn't really do anything bad, but she did a thing that was like, she let other people get away. You know, she didn't I mean, she, do what she was supposed to. She did sort of oh, yeah, physically cost T'Challa. That's right. That's right. A king. Yeah. So, so like, I think she, I, th I think in the end of that movie, she's like on the line. And so I'm thinking, <laughs> I, th I think she's on the line of like, uh, you might have, they're about to, she's about to be a fugitive. If she yeah. does one more thing for sure, she'll be a fugitive. And maybe this is the story of like that one more thing that pushes her into that column where she's really on the run. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe this is just the, you know, the one more bit of red in her ledger. Yeah, I well, yeah. I, I, see, I don't, I don't, different I don't, ledger. I, I, it's a different ledger. It's a different ledger. <laughs> Whole different ledger. No, I think she's. There's a different bookkeeper now. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think the big thing with her is just she's she's so disillusioned with sort of that like all American dream that she I think like bought into uh, when she gave up her Russian roots and moved instead of working for shield, but like shield was infiltrated and like now what government will she ever trust again? You know? And so now she's not really trusting Thunderbolt Ross. She's not really trusting the Sokovia accords. And I think that all of this is leading to her uh, doing going rogue, you know? Yeah. We never, uh, we never got really any, uh, any confirmation from her uh, when it came to, you know, shield and, and Hydra, like we never really got any, any word from her on whether or not, where she came from was Hydra, Leviathan, KGB, like other than, you know, other than just normal KGB or whatever. Right. Uh, never got like super organization out of her. So there, I mean, there might be some more discussion about that sort of thing in, in this movie. Yeah. Just to, to go over that. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I'm noticing, like after freezing it at the eight second mark, um, you know, we get that, that shot of Rachel Weiss in her uniform kind of like turning um you know toward the camera and looking it looks like she's crying or had been crying hmm. like her makeup is messed up maybe and her hair looks like it might be wet maybe she went swimming i don't know i don't know but it like, also looks like she thing. might be in that apartment that they're in at the beginning and it also yeah. looks like some of the destruction might have already happened so that makes me think if if they ran when that destruction happened, could it be that she was part of the team that broke through the walls? I don't know. Or they just did they come back to that scene of all that stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Ugh, God. <laughs> I want it. I want it all now. Another shot that I really love is uh, David Harbour's character, uh, Red Guardian, screaming. Where he's just roaring. Just looks like looks like a dwarf all day. Just Yeah, he does. Oh, it's good. It's good. I, <laughs> I never knew how bad I needed that. Especially with all the like the metal on his teeth and everything. Yeah. All those really, crowns. Really good. Mm, lo- I really love that shot. Uh, but. Honestly, the thing I want to talk about most, I saved it for the end because I think it's the thing that there's a lot to unpack, is uh, Taskmaster does another Captain America move. Yeah. He stomps on the shield like a like a skateboard. Mm-hmm. To pick and it, to catches pick it, it up. And catches it with his uh, with his wrist. Yeah. That's a that's a cap move. And I'm, we already saw him do a cap move in the last trailer, and he did another one in this trailer, which makes me think... There is more connection to Captain America uh, for the Taskmaster, which I, I'd have to think that he had to fight him at some point or was trained by him. But I, I'm thinking fight. I'm thinking he fought him at some point. Which which Captain America would that be? And if I had to guess, it would have to be the the one who went back in time. What do you think? Mm. Because he, he shows up in 2012... Uh, to to fight with the Avengers, but then did 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 he at some point in those intervening years have a Taskmaster run in, or is it possible that the the, the one that went back in time uh, intercepted Taskmaster at some point? I don't know, man. I mean, I want to think that it's you know it's just entirely possible that Taskmaster saw footage of. Captain America being Captain America True. And, and doing awesome things. And like, ah, that's, it was just a thing where he was watching records or whatever, but you know, like thinking on it, like if he had to see it in, um, in person in order to do that, there's only one time I can think of that he did that. And that was in the elevator in the winter soldier after he beat everybody's asses. Mm. Do you think he might be, have been in that? Sh- I mean, like, I guess that's that's possible. Yeah. What if he was one of the one of the strike team with Rumlow? It's possible. I I, I just imagine that's something he's done before. I, I doubt it's the only time he's ever no, done. No, he's never had an opportunity to do that with a shield ever again. <laughs> sure, sure. He was like boom, caught and caught it, and he was like, "Holy shit! I didn't think that would work." Well, the truth is, it would have had to have been after he got that magnetic uh, thing on his wrist that Stark built him or whatever. Yeah. 
Mm, I don't think so, because he didn't have it, like, Cap didn't have it there, and it just worked. Oh, I like, thought the he physics, did have it. No, the physics didn't make sense, but it just worked, and we went with it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, th- I think there's some sort of connection they're going to draw up between Captain America, and I, I just it just make, gets my head spinning about what else. What do you think? Do you think we'll ever get more Captain America story? In the in the movies, in the movies, more Steve Rogers stories, I should say. I want more. You know, sure. Like I, I always, I, I always want Chris Evans to come back, but I think that that may be the issue. Is that Kevin? Sorry, Kevin. Uh, Chris Evans. We, I'm going to call him Kevin's because mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, uh, Chris Evans. You know, he's he's done. He's he's written it off. He's not necessarily written it off, but he feels like that that is the you know the story that we got is is perfect and it's done, and he wants to move on. I don't know that we're gonna get another anything out of him, mm. so I guess the real question needs to be, are we okay with somebody else playing Captain America? It's mm. a good question to, to kind of show up and tell us more story. It's a good question. I don't want anyone else to play Steve Rogers, at least in this universe. I, I, I don't, obviously, I don't mind if, you know, 15 years from now, they're rebooting things or whatever. Uh, that would, you know, that's going to happen eventually. Eventually, they're going to want to tell another Captain America story, another Steve Rogers story. But I really don't want a different Captain America in this universe. What I would like to see is them take a solid break from Steve Rogers, like five years or more. I don't know. Whatever. Like a, like a substantial break, and then uh, then he return in some fashion. There's so many ways they could bring him back. I mean, even he could he could stay on as like an old mentor. To he could he could show up in Falcon and Winter Soldier for all we know. Yeah, yeah, he could potentially. Um, he could show up as a like a teacher, you know, yeah. for the next generation. Because we were we're getting a lot of. Uh, a lot of a lot of news and chatter, um, you know, throughout the the internet, that seems to kind of push toward there being like a new set that have to be trained up, and you know, Young Avengers is a, is a thing that we're um, hearing about, I guess. Hmm. Or you know, the it's the the rumor mill is starting that something similar to uh, Avengers Academy or Young Avengers has to be has to be in the works because you know, the the torch has to be passed. Sure. I don't, I don't know that it has to be passed in that way. I mean, I'm, I'm on board if they want to do it, but I, I think you could easily just have a different group of heroes that are built in their own, in their own stories come together to face a big threat. And you didn't even have, you don't even have to call it Avengers, you know, just another team up movie of some sort um, coming down the road. Yeah. I mean, that, that's fair, but like at this point in, in, you know, film history, and and as far as the, the almighty dollar is concerned, like Avengers is where the money is. So it's it would be a good idea to stick on that name. I actually don't think it's a good idea to stick on that name for a while. I think that giving okay. that name a break is probably a good plan because I think that Endgame was such a big deal and they made such a big deal about it being the end. Like, I think that they need... I think they need a couple of cycles, a couple of phases where they don't do Avengers. Okay. You know, maybe Avengers versus X-Men once X-Men is built or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe we could, uh, maybe we could get Mr. Kevin's <laughs> to, uh, to do a series similar to what, uh, Tom Hiddleston's doing. Uh, cause you know, the, at the, at the, the beginning of, uh, Infinity War, we we got told no resurrections this time, mm-hmm. and Loki is done. But there's a Loki series, and Owen Wilson got cast in that series. Yeah, Owen Wilson has been cast in Loki. What do you think, man? I think uh, wow, <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> let's not get it's to, just fun. Let's not get started down that rabbit hole again. I can't, I can't imagine it's very inter- much very entertaining podcasting. But man, we were rolling in the floor before we this all started. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
I think this is great. You do. You do. And the discussion can be had on whether or not it is, in fact, great. Let's have it. That's what I we're mean, here for. Yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson is a, is a big name. You know, I can admit that he is known to people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you know, when you say Owen Wilson in a room, literally everyone has an impression saying, wow. Yeah, it's true. He has kind of become an impression at this point, but yeah, I think he's been in some really good, really, really great movies. Uh, primary among them being wedding, wedding crashers, wedding crashers is great. Yeah. He's been in great movies, but I don't know that he's what's great about them. Hmm. That's, that's possible. But here's, here's the two reasons I think it's wonderful. First off, it's a big name, which means they're willing to put the big money and go for big uh, names in these series, which that just shows a lot of confidence in these series. It also, if they start putting big names like that in these series, you're going to be able to attract more of the talent because they're, because you, it's just like anything else. If, if um, Tom Hiddleston's getting to work with Owen Wilson in this, then whoever else they want to do the next series is going to be like, well, they did, like kind of go all out and get big names for that. So why not? Why yeah, wouldn't I do a series? It really ups yeah. the wow factor. It does up the wow factor. <laughs> the wow factor. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to make it so on the nose. I always make it on the nose. <laughs> um, Thank you. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> uh, so the other reason I'm, I think it's particularly exciting is some people have said he's not a good actor, da, 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 but I think he is a perfect actor for the tone they established in Ragnarok. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, I don't mean, know that that's fair. I don't know that they'll have that exact tone in this, but I could tot- I could see him playing a very similar uh, role or at least vibe that the Grand Master uh, provided us in um, Ragnarok. That sort yeah. of just like that he would he would fit absolutely perfectly standing next to the Grandmaster with that sort of tone and the silliness that goes on in that oh room. Like, God. I think that's perfect. Dude, think Owen Wilson standing next to uh, Jeff Goldblum as Grandmaster, and they're, like, Owen Wilson is Owen Wilson, right? He's whatever character Owen Wilson always plays. And Jeff Goldblum is Grandmaster, which is really just kind of Jeff Goldblum now, but that's beside the point. Uh, Those two are standing beside each other and they see the fireworks going off from his like party ship. And he's like, you think of what I'm thinking? (laughs) And then they become the interstellar party crashers. (laughs) Yes. I could absolutely (laughs) get on board with a interstellar uh, wedding crashers. Uh, was starring. I, I feel like I'm doing a Goldblum impression right uh, uh, now. Uh, <laughs> I just said oh, a lot in that sense. It started to feel like Jeff very Jeff Goldblumy. Um, anyway, I, yeah, no, I'm on board. I'm absolutely on board with a Wedding Crashers reboot <laughs> starring those three or whatever. <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. on board because Vince Vaughn's character got married off, you know, in the last one, so he yeah. needs to find a new Crasher. Yeah, well, actually, at the end of the movie, they all four decided to start <laughs> crashing together. It's a great movie. It a was. really great movie. Uh, I haven't seen it in 10, 15 years, but, or probably 10. I don't know how long it's been out, but it's been, it's been, a, long, been a long time. Besides, okay. The point. <laughs> so, we, so, so I just, I'm excited about Owen Wilson. You are not that excited, though, because you don't particularly like Owen Wilson, right? It's, I just don't think that he's got much range. But what would be really funny, and I, I put this in the MCU cast chat, uh, what would be really funny is if he's just playing himself, right? It's a documentary. Mm-hmm. He plays himself. He's made a deal with Loki to get famous. And Loki like works behind the scenes to, to make his career into something, into what it is now. And you know he's, he becomes a household name because of that. And it's just that Loki's not like... He doesn't get him the best roles, but he gets him the most memorable roles. He's like a genie. So basically just a, just a, a big gag on Owen Wilson being a bad actor. Yes. <laughs> All right. I, I, okay. <laughs> That's Why what not? I want the whole series to be. <laughs> this is what the whole series. Uh, okay. So I think, I think it's cool. <laughs> you think it's uh, whatever. I, I, I just think, I think he's great. He's been great in a lot of other things too. Um, 
he he functions well for what he does, and I, I'm I'm down with that as long as they know how to use him. Yeah, exactly. Marvel's got a a long history so far, for the most part, of knowing exactly how to use the people that they hire. You know, there haven't been, as far as I've seen, as far as I can think, you know, other than those super early days, there haven't really been any bad hires on Marvel's uh, Marvel's team so far. Um, yeah. Everybody does well at what they're supposed to be doing so right. far. So I think that they understand that Owen Wilson has the, the expected range of Owen Wilson and they'll, they'll make him work. Cool. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think so too. Uh, well, the, uh, the other last piece of news, uh, it's really like four pieces of news in one. And we've got a lot of casting information about Dr. Strange. Um, supposedly the Dr. Strange love interest, Clea mm-hmm. has been, uh, has been announced, not announced. I'm sorry. Announced is the wrong word. This has been supposed based on casting information. So I think all three of these first three are all casting information. Um, Clea, has been uh, deduced, I'll say. Brother <laughs> Voodoo has been a deduced, and America Chavez has been deduced yeah. based on casting information. So uh, that's what excites me most about that is that's f- three three characters that seem to be pushing the movie in three different directions. Yes, yeah. Um, Clea is is a former love interest. Uh, I think they were married at one point, and they got divorced um and you know that's it it gives him a love interest in the magical realm you know somebody who's quote-unquote on his level so to speak Um, yeah it's quite there's that and then there's uh brother voodoo who we had talked about uh when the first doctor strange movie came out the guy who was in um the new york sanctum who was killed by the zealots um that was Nathaniel, I think it was Nathaniel Drum. I, f- I forget which one. Anyway, Brother Voodoo is his brother who communicates with him from beyond the grave. And um, eventually, at one point, he became Sorcerer Supreme for a little bit, took over from Doctor Strange, um, is also a sorcerer. So we get to, we get that bit along with, you know, talking to dead people. Uh, and the the one that really, out of all of these casting bits, the one that really intrigues me with what we know about the movie, at least for the movie's name, uh, this is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. America Chavez is from a different part of the multiverse. She's from a different verse within the multiverse. And she herself travels the multiverse well that absolutely makes a lot of sense for this movie but i had that thought with all of these characters with brother voodoo like the fact that he was a sorcerer supreme at one point like maybe he is the sorcerer supreme in an alternate universe currently oh, yeah yeah i mean that's entirely possible yeah so tell me more about this america chavez she travels the multiverse you say? yeah she uh, she has a, a super team so to speak called the teen brigade teen brigade um she was born in a, a parallel universe called the Utopian Parallel. Uh, it's a, supposedly a reality that's out of time and in the presence of the being known as the Demiurge. Uh, but apparently, she absorbs a bunch of superpowers and magical, you know, magical power from uh, that thing's presence uh, just being around. And she, you know, eventually leaves there. But she she has the power to like kick open uh, inter reality portals like between different verses and she uses those to kind of teleport between places with her and her team yeah that's great i I think that see like i think love interest sounds cool because it's just like you know a new thing for dr strange to have i mean he had a love interest in the first movie but uh, kind of they didn't really explore it too deeply it was more of a still side story, I guess. And I'm, I'm assuming that's what would be the case here too. Uh, but it, it's interesting to have a love interest in the, in the mystical realm, just to build like personal relationships with other, other wizards is kind of neat. Um, yeah. and then the brother voodoo thing to me sounds like it's possibly, uh, either another great wizard that he'll encounter in our universe or another, another universe's, uh, Source Supreme, which sounds really cool. And this America Chavez, the fact that she can travel the multiverse, that's that's just like three different cool ideas for this movie. And I think all of them combined could make a really cool movie. I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that we're getting to see more and more uh, information about this movie. I, like, I'm chomping at the bit to get a uh, a first, uh, sorry, a first trailer. And we haven't even yeah. gotten like a first trailer or anything from uh, uh, the Eternals. Eternals, that's the one. I was like, the other superhero team up movie. <laughs> a lot of people are assuming that's going to be around uh, the Black Widow movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you wanna you wanna hype the next one coming you know and black widow is the one that's that's in the pipe it is it is indeed uh well cool that's all awesome and the last piece of casting news we have for that movie uh put it separate because it's pretty rad uh, is baron mordo is coming back supposedly based on the 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 posted casting uh what is it like the casting calls um it has been deduced that mordo is going to come back so you think about what he said at the end of the last one, uh, where yeah. he said too many sorcerers. Think about what he he would view the multiverse as having too many sorcerers. Oh yeah, and we already know at least two sorcerers, at least based on this this like information, that's two more sorcerers already in the movie. So if yep. Baron Mordo is just out to kill sorcerers or out to take their power or whatever, um, could could be. Could be uh, some good drama there. I yeah, it. yeah. I just, I just am excited because I think Chiwetel Ejiofor is is one of the best actors around, and I would love to see him get more out of the second movie. Um, although there's so much going on uh, with Elizabeth Olsen being in this, and with these other characters and the multiverse, it's so much going on. I, I feel like he might get uh, relegated to second banana once again, or <laughs> third or fourth banana. Yeah, he's definitely he, uh, somewhere down the banana tree. <laughs> he's, uh, I, I I lost the analogy that you're going for. <laughs> it's gone, but yeah, I there's a lot going on, and there's a lot to pack into the movie, and you know some things are gonna are gonna get kind of uh, not necessarily shelved because of that, but like there's a particular story that has to be told and we may not necessarily get the story that we want from Mordo with, uh, you know, the multiverse being a thing and, and needing yeah. to be talked about. And I'm okay with that. It may be that they're saving that for the third movie, but it will be a long time before we see really what Chuya tell can do. And I, I love him so much. Uh, he's, a, he's, he's the antagonist of one of my favorite movies of all time. Serenity. Um, and I, I, I want to see him. I want to see him do what he can do in this movie. Yeah. Um, well, it's, uh, that's the news. Should we hear from a word from our sponsors? I think this is probably the best time for it. Yeah, let's do a word from our sponsor. How about that? 2020 has kicked off a uh, a solid start so far. We're a month yeah, in. It has. And uh, you know, uh, according to studies that I've I've read or seen, or really heard other people talk about, uh, January 12th is kind of the, the drop-dead date for most resolutions. Wow. Well. That's pretty early, right? So, yeah. if uh, if any of our listeners are, you know, on that New Year's resolution, and want to, you know, maybe have fallen off the horse of taking care of themselves a little bit, want to get back up on it, Harry's wants you to keep your New Year's resolution and do it right. New customers get $5 off of a Harry's trial set when you go to harrys.com slash MCU podcast. And Harry's is a good idea to keep yourself in good shape. You know, they know that a great shave doesn't come from weird things like flex balls or you know, heated handles or gimmicky pieces. Those are tactics that other brands have used to simply raise prices for decades. They they go back to the beginning, the, back to the basics, so to speak, the essentials, quality craftsmanship at a fair price. And you might ask, how how can they pull that off? Well, they go... They source their steel from Sweden, manufacture their blades from their in their world-class factory in Germany. They cut out the middleman. They ship directly to you, saving you money and time. You don't have to wait for it. You don't have to pay every other provider ever. No middleman. It's awesome. Get a, get a better deal on your razors. Um, yeah, so your razors and all your shaving needs right there at Harry's. Um, you guys should absolutely... Uh, take up take up this offer it really helps us the podcast you got to shave uh, at least if you know 
All, all you fellas out there, you got to shave your face some. Even if you're just shaving the corners, even if you got a beard, you got to make it look nice. <laughs> even if, like me, you're just, you know, cleaning up the lines every now and again. You, you still got to do lines. it. This is, this is the way to do it. And you can help our podcast by reaching out to these people and doing it. Uh, and they have an exclusive offer just for our folks. Um, it's... Uh, new customers get $5 off a trial set at harrys.com slash MCU podcast. Uh, with that trial set, you get a five blade razor, weighted handle, ooh, weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover. Uh, so, all that, you uh, just go to harrys.com slash MCU podcast to claim your offer. Join millions of guys who've already switched. So, yeah, again, that's harrys.com slash MCU podcast. It really does help our podcast a lot to uh, send folks over and for them to, uh, you know, if, if you're looking for a way to support us, that's really, it really is a helpful way to do it by supporting the people who support this podcast. Harry's.com slash MCU podcast. All right. Thank you guys for listening to that wonderful ad. Here is time for feedback. Well, that wasn't a sentence. What am I doing? Here's <laughs> time for feedback. I don't know what I'm doing, man. Uh, it's all right. Do you want to redo it? I think I th- no, no. I, no, I feel like just, it's more. It's more to genuine it to just go with what I did. Okay. Here well, is is time for feedback. Here is time. Here is time for feedback. Family, all back together again. Yeah, what it is? I've been writing so much music that my brain is like muddled around. I, like yeah. like I've been being so creatively productive that I, I can't make sentences anymore. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I mean, just, I, just, I need a nap. I need. A I nap remember, you know, I remember when I was writing music. You, your brain gets into a, a, a funk of like, this is the way sentences are now, right? And it's, you know, they don't always make sense when you just mm-hmm. speak them. Yeah, but interesting. Yeah, it's it's all right, man. I'm I'm tired too. I I was uh, physically active like a lot today, having to fix my car and mm-hmm. change a tire and whatnot. Apparently, I just got an entire nail in my tire sometime this oh, week. Oh, man. That's Which, sucks. yeah, was awesome. Anyway, All people right. don't want to hear us talking about life. We're talking yeah. about things that we're escaping from. We're, we're, we're here to escape. You know, they're escaping into our our lives. I mean, they're not as cool as Captain America and Black Widow, but it, in these in these little <laughs> interstitial moments where we, we just chat, yeah. they're escaping into our lives, and don't they want to be us for a minute? No. The answer is no. <laughs> just like that Damage Control series that we didn't get any of. Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, yep. All right. Let's, let's dive back into feedback. Let's actually uh, dive into it. Let's get Amy into Casper. it. Amy Casper said, ah, I just rewatched Captain Marvel last night and decided to listen to the Instant Take podcast of the movie today. Matt, you kind of called it. You said you think Fury is a scroll. Now, I realize we don't know when Talos took his place in the MCU, but at some point, Fury on Earth is a scroll. Nice work. Thank you, Amy. I, I put this in the feedback because I've been waiting for someone to give me credit for that. <laughs> You didn't want to just like come out and say it all all on your own. Oh no, I have, but no one else has agreed with me. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I'm just teasing. No, thank you, Amy. Yeah, I I, I thought that was pretty fun that I kind of called it, but I didn't get it right. I was so I was very close. I was very close. He was a scroll at one point, just not the points I thought. <laughs> it's okay. You eventually got it right. Yeah. Uh, Nathaniel Mlinar. 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 Mjolnir? Yeah, Nathaniel Mjolnir uh, said, at MCU cast, the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was announced for an August release back in May. Yeah, so last week, we did a, we did an episode that was our, new, our news piece for the episode was that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier had been moved up, which was listed on multiple news sites, but apparently, according to uh, Nathaniel here, that was the case previously. So I don't know. I don't know who's right. But huh. I wanted to give Nathaniel his say, so... Yeah, I guess. Sorry if we were confused. All of us missed it, or if, or if the news the news was confused and we didn't get it right. We get things wrong sometimes. Uh, we had a tweet last week that asked us. It was really strange. Uh, I got this tweet and it was like, "You do realize that only five percent of you do realize Australia is really big, right? 
only 5% is currently on fire. And, and that's far away from this. Unfortunately, it's where the koalas are. And I was like, Oh, okay. And, and my, my brain started rut, racked running back to our podcast. And I was like, what did, did we, we say about Australia? Like, I <laughs> did legit we talk about the fires? I mean, I, I like I wouldn't put it past us to mention the fires, but I was like, and I, I just responded in a very like, like I responded I was like I, I do realize Australia is big, and five percent is a whole lot of fires. I, I, to be honest, I don't remember what we said th- about it. So if we said something dumb, I apologize. <laughs> and then he wrote back, uh, "I wrote that to the wrong podcast. Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was man. like racking my brain trying to figure out what we said about Australia. And, oh uh, man! And I'm like, I'm sitting here yeah. coming up with retaliations. Like, well, five percent of something larger than we thought is worse. That's more fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's how percentages work. <laughs> that's kind of how I how I. I mean, I didn't like. I wasn't defensive about it. I was just like, yeah, I don't know what we said, man. Uh, sorry if we were sorry if we said, if huh. we came off uninformed. We often are uninformed. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, we're really bad at being I was, informed. I was really self deprecating, and then he was like, uh, "Yeah, it wasn't you guys. It was a totally different podcast." Ah. It was good. It was funny. Really funny. <laughs> uh, you do know there's a lot of podcasts out there, right? There are. He probably just like <laughs> some Marvel podcast. Let me tell you. <laughs> you listen here, uh, Marvel podcast i don't know I mean, if you're the ones that i want to talk to but i i, I actually grr. take it back there are no other marvel podcasts we're the are only ones not? guys don't look yeah, for, don't yeah. don't look you shouldn't we're look around for ones. any any of them the uh ones. what you should listen to though is matt klein saying hey guys it's clear that a sinister six movie is on the way who do you both see being on the sinister six Honestly, don't see Mysterio being dead, and Jared Harris's character he's playing in Morbius isn't listed on IMDb. Uh, I'd love if he were to play, or if he were to be playing Doc Ock. My team would be Mysterio, Doc Ock, Vulture, Scorpion, Craven, and possibly Morbius. Interested to hear who your team would consist of. Hmm. I I definitely want the Vulture on there, although I. I, I want him to stay sort of morally complex because whatever they're trying to do, I don't want it just to be to kill Spider-Man if he's in there, if that makes sense, because he, that's not, that wasn't his goal last we saw him, you know? Yeah. I mean, if we're looking at it, uh, as a, as a, uh, a translation, so to speak of the comics, uh, it was revealed that Peter Parker is Spider-Man in the ultimates comics right before he got killed by the Sinister Six um, in a super crazy knockdown drag-out fight in his front yard, or Aunt May's front yard. Um, Yikes. But that led to, yeah, that led to him being replaced by Miles Morales. And after a five-year time skip, that little nephew of Donald Glover might be ready to be in high school and take on the role of Spider-Man. Well, I think that's true. Uh, it in no way answers Matt's question, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I totally went a different direction. Whoever they are, whoever these six are, the I want six. them to kill Tom Holland. Oh man. I mean, that's Tom Holland Spider-Man. That's so dark. I, I, <laughs> who's in the sinister sticks? I think Tom Holland's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I went oh. with the, the logical next step. Yeah. Clearly. I dig it. Clearly, <laughs> um, no. I, so, but yeah, it, it, that's possible. I don't think they'll kill off Tom Hall anytime soon. I think he's sticking around a while. Oh yeah, he probably signed like a nineteen movie contract. Yeah, I have no idea, but I bet it's a lot. I, I, I think for sure we got Vulture. I think for sure we got Scorpion. Those are like pretty dang sure. Um, I, I think the 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 Shocker was it Shocker that was in the first one? Yeah. I think Shocker is very possible, and I, uh, I, I don't know about the Tinkerer. He, he doesn't really fit the vibe. No, no. I, I think that the Tinkerer could maybe make some gadgets to, to outfit the Sinister Six. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, and in that way, he could be part of the Six. I don't know. If he's working with them, he's, he's one of the Six. But yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a mistake if Mysterio's not on the team. Yeah, yeah, it is. I just, I think it'd be really funny if it was like, you know, they, they, 
they keep hearing about the Sinister Six, and every time somebody says it, the tinker from the corners is just like seven. They're like, yeah, seven, seven, right, 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 totally. <laughs> yeah, that's that actually that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the tinker just never gets his due. Yep, yep. Um, but as for the last two, I don't know if Morbius will be one, I, and I uh, doubt Venom will be. I yeah, I I don't think that Venom. Another symbiote could be. I mean, he did say there will be carnage. Oh, yeah. God, I'm so ham fisted. I, I didn't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see Craven. You know, Craven the Hunter is absolutely uh, one of those Spidey villains that like really needs to come to screen. Um, oh, I don't know though. Yeah, I, I you know he, he mentions Doc Ock, and Doc Ock would be great. Um, I mean, you played the you played the Spider Man PS4 game, right? I did. So Doc Ock, I want I want Doc Ock to have that level of uh, personal relationship with Peter for that that turn to happen. You know that kind yeah, of betrayal to happen. I totally agree. I, I, is Jared Harris is the is the older doctor in Morbius? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. that's from uh, Chernobyl or whatever. Yeah, I, he was. He Chernobyl. would be a great Doc Ock. That's a really good idea. I don't know who his character is in Morbius or what he's um, supposed to be doing, but obviously he has something to do with medicine. So you know, could be, could be Doc Ock. Yeah, a um, Doc Ock could work. Oh yes, uh, Doc Ock was trying to to you know fix himself, and it seems that he's kind of guiding uh, the Morbius character uh, down a good path thing. in in kind of the same field of medicine. Yes, uh, well, the thing that I I was thinking is when we, he mentions Doc Ock, Matt mentions Doc Ock in his message, and I was thinking, see, all these others we have some. Well, most of these ones we're speaking of. We have some sort of introduction to them already. Um, we have no introduction to Doc Ock. And Doc Ock is such a complex character that I think it'd be hard to introduce him in a Sinister Six movie. But if you introduce him in a Morbius movie and you really get a sense of his character, maybe even give him a, a, an origin of sorts in a Morbius movie or something like that, then that could get him ready to be in a Sinister Six movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like getting him ready outside of of Spider-Man. Oh man, this would be real real dark. Um if we had him not as or if we had him as a as, you know, doctor that Peter's working with for the entirety of Spider-Man 3 and he never turns out to be, you know, that villain. He doesn't make that villain flip until like maybe there's hints of it right at the end and he's mad that Peter is, um, he's mad that Peter is Spider-Man. You know, he finds out the truth and he's like, how could you, you know, not tell me or, you know, betray me, whatever. And be like with that turn, there's a, a different movie that is just strictly about bringing the sinister six together and fighting Spider-Man and they're the uh, the protagonists of the movie, and Spider Man is the antagonist, and they eventually kill him at the end of that movie, and like that sets our our Dark Avengers and the the dark phase of the MCU mm. in order. Interesting. I I just don't see him killing off Spider Man. I just don't see. It yet. I just really want Tom Holland Spider Man to die. He does Why? such a good job of it. This. <laughs> It's emotionally just, moving when we saw him. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want that at all. <laughs> I do not want it. Uh, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry to everyone who loves Tom Holland. I also love Tom Holland, but I don't know. It's like I want the, the story to move. And I just want I want Miles to show up at the very least. Well, I want Miles to be there. And that that's... Uh, Peter doesn't necessarily yeah, have I don't to think die. That is necessary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So breaking news. Literally breaking news. Um, like we right just got an second? email, okay. and so I pulled it up. Disney Plus offers first look at Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki. Oh snap! All right now. I guess they did it uh, during the Super Bowl. 
So oh, big game spot, Marvel Studios, Disney Plus. I'm sending you the link now. So you guys are hearing this in real time. We are recording this during the Super Bowl because we're really cool. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, so uh, we're about to watch the uh, big game spot. Thank you to Fantasy Mashup who sent that in that email in. Um, just popped up on our email, and I was like, wait. What he just he he wrote his subject line was ah, and he said, "Where's our emergency cast? I need it now." And uh, well, you got your wish because we got your email during the cast. So here we go. Uh, we're gonna watch this. It, I think it may just be, you know, a, a shot or two. Who knows? We're about to watch this and talk about it a little bit. Woo. Oh my lord! Oh my god, Matt. <laughs> Thank you, Fantasy Mashup, for sending that. Because, uh, man, I'm so glad we didn't wait a week to talk about this. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm blown away. If you haven't seen this yet, go watch it. Big Game Spot, Marvel Studios, Disney+. Plus. Uh, first off, we get F- Falcon. Uh, f- we, we get Cap Shield shoved into a tree, and we get Falcon pulling it out, and, and it looks like then throwing it into that tree. It looks like it's out of time. that just looks great and then you got falcon using his falcon powers flying around and bucky putting a gun in zemo's face oh wait falling wait it wasn't just it's not just uh sam flying around these are there are people in in wingsuits yeah what's the deal with the wingsuits uh no like one dude flips over in at the nine second mark flips over with two guns drawn in the wingsuit. Oh wow, that's real cool. And Sam, you're right. Yeah, Sam banks a, a real hard turn. Oh, yeah, what is that? What's going on there? What's Matt? going on there? So some dudes in wingsuits and Falcons chasing them. Uh, that's I can't cool. Tell who it is? Man, that that's a high budget action sequence right there. That, that is really not is. a television budget action sequence at all. No, nah, man, they're bringing in Owen Wilson for these kinds of things. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's hugely cool. Then the thing that <sighs> excited me more than that one, and that, that one excites me a lot, is the, all this WandaVision footage. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still, I'm, I'm like kind of stepping through it. The face that, that Bucky has when he puts the, the gun in Zemo's face yeah just so much pain is in there that you can see oh my god sebastian stan is such a good actor what do you think zemo did to elicit that reaction did you watch civil war well i know but (laughs) but he but 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 he had to have done something recent right i mean maybe why else maybe but i mean it could just be that zemo got out because that's blue sky above him when you see his face and all yeah, of no, the, it looks like oh looks God, like Zemo's all, out. All the bullets come out of his hand. He doesn't have any in the like chambered in the gun from the look of it or in the magazine. Yeah. Oh. Wow. But then yes, yes. Uh going Okay, we got it. <sighs> yep. Going so much, just a little there's bit. So much we're in we're here. doing this frame by frame. This is uh completely impromptu, guys. We didn't know this was happening. Uh so uh we we're going next frame is a black and white image of vision saying welcome home wanda or wanda welcome home uh and her smiling and then it cuts to four different versions of her kind of confirming our like sort of multiverse idea where it goes from a version of her where she looks like uh i i don't know lucy i guess yeah it's it's basically an i love lucy it's it's straight up in the in the 50s you know she's got her her nice little uh string of pearls around her neck and she's got the you know, the classic housewife get up, her hair is all done up. Yep. But then it, and it cuts to her in a like sort of 60s garb, which yeah. it shows her later in the trailer in a something similar it, in, in what looks like the um, the Brady Bunch house. Yeah. So I looks, think what she's doing is she's taking, uh, you know, happy memories from her life and she's combining them with her memories of vision and possibly creating these worlds yeah it looks like uh it looks like she's kind of spawning a bunch of different happy family versions of them because uh, yeah. if you notice in that uh, in that 60s hippie uh get up that she's got she's pregnant oh wow no I, I couldn't see i couldn't see that's awesome okay so but then the next one is the crazy one 
The next one's crazy. Where she's in her, costume? In her comic book accurate costume. Yes. The the red Scarlet Witch costume. Oh, and that headdress, it's so perfect. Oh my yep. God, Matt, it's, it's so real perfect. real good. And then it cuts to her... And we're, we're doing this real slow because it is literally like one or two frames at a time. Yeah, um, it's, it's like pop, pop, it's pop, 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 pop. Yeah, it's showing these shots crazy fast. It, then it shows a shot of her standing in the black and white in what looks like her normal... In her uh, modern... Modern, normal Scarlet Witch outfit from the movies. Sort of just the well, regular clothes. Yeah, yeah. She's she's in her street clothes. Her, her civilian attire, so to speak. Yeah. But it's so crazy that she's in color and the rest of the sh- the rest of the room is is black and white. It's like a yeah. like a Pleasantville kind of thing. Right. Well, I think it's her and this is me guessing, but I think it's her observing what's going on. Like she's she's coming out of the, the trance of whatever this dream world is and she's she's being herself for a second and viewing the world she's creating or 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 the world that she's been living in and yeah it's crazy. Yep. I wish I knew more uh old television because I don't know what the next one is her in plaid with her hair down. Hmm? You talked about the one in plaid where she's yeah, in plaid she's, with suspenders. In plaid with suspenders and there's a fridge with a bunch of writing on it or a bunch of uh, artwork like yeah. crafts on it kids crafts i my first thought was roseanne but i don't think that's i mean it kind of does it kind of looks it like kinda, roseanne it kind of looks like roseanne but i don't think she never really wore that though um now maybe she yeah she never wore that and also that's not a very good happy family show uh, i mean it is in some <laughs> respects um but and then it cuts again to her dancing with vision and that just Dancing with Vision in black and white. And they look like they just got married. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, she's in a wedding dress. And, oh man, goodness. This is crazy, man. I can't believe we got this just now. Uh, so excited. Yeah. Okay. And, okay, so they come together and dance. And if you look at the room around them, that's very, uh, you know, mid-century modern kind of 50s like mid fifties, uh, decor in, uh, in the room. Yep. And then, it looks like yet another, I love Lucy probably take yep. off or whatever. It honestly, I think that this might be her trying to live a life, like live a full life with vision, but she doesn't like, she's, she's just pulling different shows from different time periods and each show from the, from, you know, the different time periods, are uh, you know the different stages of their life together yeah it's possible it's possible okay uh and then the next shot is the shot that is clearly in the brady bunch house yes it's got those brady bunch staircase and she is pregnant and then they've got a black and white shot of a black and white tv where she is on the tv in a lucy outfit yep so it's that 50s look but th- this is interesting because it's it, it's it's obviously the she's creating this black and white world, but in that black and white world, she is on the TV, <laughs> which is like meta on meta. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> and then it zooms out of that, and then we see her again in her normal Avengers style, like modern clothing, uh, in in this world in this black and white world and vision and her look like they're being either controlled or like puppet mastered or I don't know. Or it just looks, their crazy. world is being rocked. Yeah. Mm. And he's, Oh God, I love, I love that she's in color and the whole scene, including him is all in black and white. Yeah. Like, looks dude, awesome. Pleasantville was one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I like Pleasantville a lot. All right. So, then we get the the card that says the universe is expanding, and then it cuts to uh, the new Captain America, which I'm assuming is Falcon, uh, running and giving a high five to like a dance band at some sort of uh, uh, like. No man, that's not Falcon in that outfit. Oh, is it not? No, look at the the fingers and the ears. Like, look at the skin that you can see. That's not Falcon. Oh, I couldn't see the skin from the freeze frame I had. You're right. That is a white person. That is a white person. So some other white person is in, I guess, Captain America attire, and they're giving a high five at like a, a local football game or something. 
Which that makes me wonder if like, so Cap, our Cap, Steve Rogers passed his shield to uh, uh, Falcon. But what if, you know, in the world, the political world or whatever, they named someone else Captain America? Yeah, I mean... That's that's very possible. Um, we had uh, we had talked previously about uh, like the the report was that Falcon is supposed to be the next Captain America, but the government doesn't want that, and it's just you know really just the racist politics that doesn't want that. Um, and there's I mean there's supposed to be U.S. agent that is uh, that's in this movie, so this might oh, be that, that might be U.S. agent. Though. Yeah, this might be an appearance of U.S. agent in the Captain America outfit, uh, just kind of being slotted in to fill that role. All right, well that's ill interesting, and then we get a shot of the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier in a hallway, <laughs> and and looking uh, a little crazy. Yeah, nothing can nothing good can happen. <laughs> nothing good happens hallway. in hallways in, in the, the MCU. Series. Yeah. In the MCU series, hallways are where uh, bad things happen. Man, this is making me like want to go watch a bunch of old TV to make sure I get all the references on this Wanda Vision show. Uh, oh, oh man, no, this looks dude. good. That's so god. That's Home Improvement. Is that Home Improvement? Yeah, where it's in color and and Vision is uh, is in yeah. plaid and jeans. Yeah, that, you're right. It is Home Improvement. Oh man. <laughs> I hope they do Boy Meets World. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, what I really hope they do what? Uh, full House. Oh man! And I hope, uh, I hope they do Full House, and like they bring they bring the other Olsons in. I don't know because <laughs> her sisters were on that show. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be great. Be funny if she like made fun of her sisters, like they had Baby Michelle or something. And then only one shot of Loki, the whole thing. And it's just him in some sort of outfit. Can you make out what that says? TVA? I don't know what TVA is. He's, he, looks he looks like, like a, a prisoner. Yeah, he does. He looks like a prisoner almost. And it looks like TVA is on his shirt. Um, either a prisoner or like an AV specialist. <laughs> No, he's in cuffs. He's in cuffs. Oh, I couldn't see the cuffs. Okay. Um, I keep freeze frame on different parts and yeah. Mm, Is that cuffs? Yeah, it's probably cuffs. Uh, And then he says, I am going to burn this place to the ground. Oh, man. Beautiful shot of Wanda and Vision in black and white. And then a shot of Falcon and Soldier giving each other a very superhero handshake. Yeah, it's the, um, it's the, the Arnold and... Uh oh, what was it? Arnold and the I can't remember. Sliced alone or whatever. No, no, I can't remember his name in uh, in Predator. Oh, oh okay. Is it is it sad that Carl, Carl Weathers? Weathers? Carl Weathers. Yeah, thank you, Carl Weathers. I was like Reef Cargus, duh. From, from yeah. the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been talking about the Mandalorian a lot recently. That's awesome. On is that the for the new Star, Star Wars, Wars Universe podcast. Universe? Yeah. Have you guys got any episodes live? Yeah, we got uh, we got a couple episodes live now. Oh, cool. I didn't realize y'all had uh, gotten new ones up. That's they awesome. They are on iTunes, yep. That's awesome. You guys, check that out. Star Wars Universe podcast. I didn't realize that. Um, well, uh, cool. That's rad. That's real rad. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, and that's the whole trailer. That's the whole trailer. It's awesome. It's really awesome. Oh man, that is so exciting! Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, oh my god, I there's so much to talk about with like we've we've got so much to to mull over with this WandaVision stuff. Like that's the real big takeaway from this trailer is the the WandaVision stuff being so crazy, looking like every other TV show ever. Yeah. It's so referential to all these sitcoms, and that, that's going to be really cool. Because I grew up on all that stuff, and I think we all did. And it's going to be really good. It's going to be really cool, man. Super pumped. And, and the other big takeaway for me is the high-budget nature of the action that appears to be in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Oh it looks God. really high-budget and really good. So that's going to be cool, man. Going back and watching the, that opening like seven seconds 
of him throwing the shield like it looks yeah. perfect it really does this looks as good as an avengers movie as of now oh i think they pr- i was thinking they wouldn't be as um expansive with their action scenes but that one where they're there's guys in a in 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 like in the squirrel wing suits? suits yeah in the wing suits flying squirrel suits or whatever <laughs> Yeah, flying through a canyon and Falcon chasing them. That looks as good as an Avengers movie, and it's on a big scale too. So that this, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, this that looks, looks great. like that looks like Point Break meets Avengers. Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh well, that's our sh- very short frame by frame discussion of these things, and I, I think we have. I think we have to end it on that. I don't think we're getting above yeah. better than that, and. Thank you, uh, Fantasy Mashup, for seeing that in. Uh, we didn't get to the, all of our feedback today because we got to a, a whole different thing happened. Well, that was fun. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, cool. It's going to be fun to name this one, this particular episode. <laughs> right. I think <laughs> we may have to... Re- gets derailed. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go back and re-record the uh, intro. Um, and, and, and that way we have, we let people know that we do find out about this halfway through the podcast. So stick around. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You guys will have already heard that. All right. Well, that's it. That's us. That's it for us. Um, again, this week, uh, our, our contest for a t- free MCU t-shirt is to go give a five-star review to the Matthew Carroll podcast. And the rules are don't mention it's for a contest <laughs> you can mention that you love the mcu cast and you came over because of that but don't mention it's a contest it makes it look real weird it makes it look fishy but you know <laughs> i don't think it's fishy you know we're just we're mobilizing the stranded stranded panda army Woo! you guys yeah, seriously it takes a minute because pandas gotta do a little bit of work to we get moving move, we move slowly but we, we we're fierce um <laughs> Uh, but for real, you guys, uh, you guys helped with the Star Trek Universe podcast last week. Um, w- our our listenership grew five times. Uh, we multiplied by five uh, what we were previously getting, and that's thanks to you guys. Um, for real, I think you guys moved us up the charts on U- iTunes to the point that when Picard came out, uh, a lot of people came around, and so oh. we really appreciate y'all. Man. January 31st, somebody said, I've become a Star Trek fan because of this. Yeah. Isn't that a great review? I love that. That is a great review. I love that. Uh, that really means a lot. And, and we, we did. We really are trying to cover like the stuff that, uh, that we, are mo- we are our favorite Star Trek stuff, you know? Some of the best episodes of all time, for the next generation at least. And uh, yeah, so that's cool. But uh, yeah, this week, Matthew Carroll Podcast. Let's uh, let's pump that up. It's brand, uh, it's kind of brand new. Like I launched it three years ago and just never put any promotion behind it. So we never really got any downloads. And I didn't really know how to promote podcasts back then. And now doing this song a week thing, it's been really rewarding. And some people are really getting in- engaged in it and involved. And I uh, mean, I'm just having a blast. So I'm having a blast working incredibly hard <laughs> at making this music. So, uh, I hope, I hope you all uh, will help us out there. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And, uh, we'll be back real soon. Thank you everybody. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, and everywhere else. Uh, Patreon.com slash mcucast. You want to support the podcast. And uh, that's all for us. Peace. Until next time, true believers.